Welcome and thank you for listening to this review of the year. In this podcast series, we have been reviewing the calendar year within our church family in Bukna. Reports on organisations have been provided by leaders and I really appreciate the work they have put into their reports. I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast series. It's the first time we have produced something like this as a church family. In past years, a scrapbook was produced and it included photos and short reports from organisations. The benefit of producing a podcast series like this is that it is an oral record of all that has happened in Bukna in the past year and it will be helpful if and when another history book is written and published. This episode is the final episode of the series. The three previous episodes are all available on our church website and our church podcast. They will remain on both for the foreseeable future and you'll be able to listen to them at your leisure. In this final episode, we're going to hear about the work of Kirk Session and the Congregational Committee. We're also going to consider the story of our building project, think about the pastoral side of church life, and finish by reflecting on a short passage from the Bible. First of all then, let's hear about the work of Kirk Session and the Congregational Committee. time of recording there are currently 15 active elders within our congregation. They are James Ballantyne, David Bradley, James Curry, Ian Craig, Graham Davidson, George Hamilton, David Hanna, Norman Kennedy, Andy McCurdy, Alan Montgomery, Gavin Piper, Wilner Reid, Graham Robinson, Billy Smith and David Woodburn. During the COVID era, four new elders were, were ordained and installed in our church family. In October 2021, David Bradley, Ian Craig and David Woodburn were ordained and David Hanna was installed at a service led by Balamina Presbytery. Since the addition of the four new elders, Kirk Session has enjoyed great unity at meetings and has been greatly encouraged at the progress of our church family. I would like to personally thank Session for their support and encouragement during my time in Bukna. Please pray, continue to pray for our elders, especially as they engage in visitation and look after the spiritual affairs of our congregation. Kirk Session was deeply grieved at the death of two esteemed elders within the congregation towards the end of the year. Paddy Cruikshank died on the 13th of November, having faithfully served his saviour as an elder in Bucknas since 1973. John Robinson, our Clerk of Session, died on the 26th of November. John was ordained and installed in 1981 and was the Clerk of Session within our church family for 25 years. Please continue to pray for Paddy's wife Anna and John's wife Mary and their family circles as they grieve the death of their loved ones. There are currently 16 members of the Congregational Committee. The committee looks after the material, or to use an older word, the temporal affairs of the congregation. A committee election was held in January of this year, and this brought changes to the makeup of the committee. The current committee is as follows. 
Dan Alexander, Des Alexander, our Deputy Treasurer, Stephen Bale, Stephen Curry, Maureen Curry, our Treasurer, Stephen Davidson, Andy Hamilton, David Hunter, Bertie Kidd, Richard Kidd, our Congregational Secretary, Lenny Knowles, Alistair McCullough, Daryl Miller, David Mills, Chrissy Ray and Stuart Stevenson. The Congregational Committee has four subcommittees to help with the workload of looking after the material affairs of the congregation. There is the Finance Committee, the Missionary Committee, the Property Committee and the Building Project Subcommittee. I would like to thank members of, of committee for their continued work in looking after the practical needs of our church family. The committee is also indebted to our caretaker, Sammy Hamill, for his work throughout the year as well. In the next part of this episode, we're going to consider the story of our building project, which has been a major focus of both Kirk Session and the Congregational Committee in the year that has just passed. The biggest encouragements we have known as a church family has been the arrival of diggers and concrete on the site of our new building. Work began in September of this year, but planning and discussions about the project have been ongoing for a significant period of time. The book on the history of our congregation has a brief line in it which says that a new building was in the minds of leaders in the early 1990s. The journey to where we are today has been long and winding, but the entire congregation was delighted when work started in the early autumn. Before I was called to the congregation, formal plans had been drawn up by an architect and were agreed by the congregation. Before COVID, work was well underway to deliver the project. The Building Project Subcommittee was set up in 2019 with a view to working on the more specific details of the project. Those on the Building Project Subcommittee are Wilner Reid, Andy Hamilton, Billy Smith, David Bradley, Des Alexander, Ian Craig, Joanne Alexander, Maureen Curry, Norman Kennedy and Richard Kidd. All of these individuals have specific expertise when it comes to either building projects or financial matters. In February 2019, an information evening was held in the church hall. This was to provide an update about the project and where it was headed. After that, the subcommittee worked hard at finalising plans. By early 2020, the project was coming together and was almost ready to go out to tender. Unfortunately, we all know what happened in March 2020. As society closed down because of the pandemic, our progress on the project was halted. COVID paused the project until September 2021 by that stage, there had been significant disruption and changes to the building industry, with the most notable change being a considerable increase in the price of materials. That said, the subcommittee worked on delivering the project and found ways to reduce the final cost. They brought a recommendation to the Congregational Committee in the early part of this year that the project should go out to tender. In July of this year, the Congregational Committee made four significant decisions. 
The committee agreed to phase the project. It agreed on the contractor for the project, Martin and Hamilton. It agreed to go with a certain tender offer and it also agreed to formally approach Danske Bank for a loan of half a million pounds. The main reason for the phasing of the project was a financial and economic one. Prices across all sectors of society have risen after Covid and following the Russian invasion of Ukraine. The committee believed that phasing the project makes it more viable from a financial perspective. Phase 1 is the wind and waterproof shell. Phase 2 is the mechanical and electrical part of the building as well as the internal finish. It is hoped that Phase 2 will quickly follow Phase 1. A meeting of the congregation was required to approve the loan of half a million pounds. This came in August and there was an encouraging turnout at that meeting. There was also a great buzz afterwards because it meant that the project was one step closer to beginning. September came and very excitingly work began on site. We marked the start of work on site with a groundbreaking service on Saturday the 1st of October. The moderator of the General Assembly, the Right Reverend John Kirkpatrick, joined us and spoke to us. We were also joined by David Hamilton of Martin and Hamilton and Paul Griffith of MW Architects. The service was memorable and the moderator shared the provoking thought that we are starting the project at the right time. Humanly speaking, we are inclined to say that it's starting at the wrong time, particularly with the price of materials in mind. But the moderator was keen to encourage us that we are starting the project at the right time because it is God's time and in starting it now, it will bring more glory to him. Martin and Hamilton have gone about their work in a very professional way. A great progress has been made on site. The foundations for the building have been laid with over 100 cubic metres of concrete being poured into the site. The steel for the uprights of the building has been delivered and Lord willing will be erected in the new year. If one of the biggest encouragements we have known as a church family has been the arrival of diggers and concrete on site, then another significant encouragement for us has been the increase in giving to the building project. At the beginning of 2022, monthly giving to the project was somewhere between three and four thousand pounds. At the close of the year, monthly giving to the project had risen to somewhere between seven and eight thousand pounds. Kirk Session and committee have been greatly encouraged by this. This increase in generous giving to the project is a visible sign of God's work in our hearts and lives. We should thank God for his work in us and pray that he would continue to use us as the project continues. Please continue to pray for our building project. Since reopening after COVID, we have become more and more aware of our need of more space for church activities be that for the children's address on a Sunday morning, for the praise group as they lead us, for tea and coffee after our evening services, or, or, or for organisations as they meet during the week. Pray that we would continue to move forward together, united in our goal of extending Christ's kingdom in Buckna. In the next part of this episode, we're going to think briefly about the pastoral side of church life, and a couple of other events that happened within our church family.
Myself and members of Kirk Session have been able to resume visitation within the congregation following the pandemic. We were delighted to be able to visit districts in December as we delivered a Christmas card, calendar and letter to everyone connected to our church family. Our pastoral visitor, the Reverend John Holmes, continues to keep in touch with members over the phone. We're very thankful to have John and appreciate his ministry among us. There have been times of sadness for us as a church family in the past year. At the time of recording, there have been 11 deaths within the congregation this year. Sadly, James McCurdy, Bertie McCarroll, Wilma McCrory, Wilma Kidd, Margaret White, Alec Fleck, Esther Davison, Lily Smith, Paddy Cruikshank, John Robinson and John McCosh died this year. Please continue to pray for those who have been bereaved in the past year. Pray that they would know the Lord's comfort and strength in the coming days. In June, we were delighted to be able to run our Holiday Bible Club again. During COVID, we ran an online Holiday Bible Club, as well as a special Christmas Holiday Bible Club. But it was brilliant to be able to run an in-person Holiday Bible Club again, And we were really encouraged by the numbers of boys and girls who attended each night. Our numbers did fluctuate during the week of Holiday Bible Club, but they peaked at 141 boys and girls. There were songs, dramas, games, memory verses, and importantly, Bible stories at Holiday Bible Club. We used the Run the Race material produced by CEF, and this helped us to talk talk to the boys and girls about how we can join and run the Christian race. Holiday Bible Club finished with a special carnival night in the man's field. This was the last time the field was used for church activities before the building project started. At carnival night, there were different stalls and games for the boys and girls to engage with, as well as a barbecue for both children and parents. It was brilliant to see so many join us for carnival night And we were delighted to see lots of people not connected to our church family attend as well. In August, a special event called Moving Mountains was held at the foot of Slemish. This was a very creative event. A stage was erected on the slopes of Slemish and a praise band led worship before a pastor from Belfast shared the gospel. Please continue to pray that as a congregation, we would be outward looking and that we would grasp opportunities to share our faith with others. In the final part of this episode, we're going to reflect on a short passage from the Bible. As we conclude this podcast series, I want to finish by tying everything together with a short reflection on Ephesians 4, 11 to 16. Let me read those verses for us. The Apostle Paul writes this. He says, And he, the Lord Jesus, gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, 
by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and held together by every joint with which it, with which it is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. There is a lot that we could say about these verses. They provide the concrete foundations for gospel ministry in any church family. But one striking picture stands out. In verse 16, Paul speaks of a body and of how when each part is working properly, believers' churches are built up. What Paul is saying is that every member, every believer, is viewed as a limb or a unit in Christ's body. And as part of the body, every believer has a crucial role to play in the growth of Jesus' church. What what we have heard through this podcast series is that there are lots of people within our church family involved in different roles and ministries. Some people serve as leaders of organisations. Some people play in our praise group. Some people look at technical drawings related to our building project. Some people faithfully come to the prayer meeting week by week. What Ephesians 4, 16 reminds us of is that we all have a role to play in Jesus' church. I am extremely thankful for the number of volunteer leaders we have within our church family. We have a considerable number of people who love and trust the Lord Jesus and want to serve him by being actively involved in our congregation. But please pray that God, by his Spirit, would continue to work in our church family. We labour and work for him because he has saved us through his son Jesus. C.T. Studd, the former cricketer and Christian missionary, once said, If Jesus Christ be God and died for me, then no sacrifice can be too great for me to make for him. Nothing we do for the Lord in this life will compare with Jesus' sacrifice for us. That said, as members of the body, we are called to serve our Saviour in his church. Let, let, Let me also challenge you, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't yet trusted in the Lord Jesus, if you've listened to all four episodes and you're still not a Christian, all you've heard is interesting information. You, you, you'll not fully understand the reason for the work that happens within our church family. But Bukna Presbyterian Church is not a social club. It's not a community group. It's not a group of good living people doing good things. It's a church. And at the heart of our church is the gospel. The good news that Jesus has lived and died and risen again, all so that we might have new life in him. If you haven't experienced the new life that Jesus offers, but you're interested in finding out more, please get in touch with myself or your elder or a Christian friend that you trust. We would love to be able to talk to you about spiritual things and about coming to trust in Jesus for the first time. Thank you for listening to this review of the year series. I hope that you have benefited from hearing about the work of our church family. All episodes in this series will remain on the church website and podcast 
and you'll be able to listen to them again at any point. May the Lord bless you, your family and our church family in 2023. Thank you for listening to this podcast. For more information about our church family, go to www.bucknapresbyterian.org.